This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together Short Bite Edition. Today we're going to be talking about a cool game. Some would say Ice Cool. <laughs> we're going to be talking about the game Ice Cool by Brain Games, actually awarded Best Family Game by Dice Tower. Maybe you could talk a little bit about Dice Tower. Yeah. So for, for people that don't know the Dice Tower, well, 2016, all, it was rated Best Game Family Game. Right. I'm holding it right in my hands. And- a Dice Tower, which you can, if you look online, we'll put a link in the, in the show notes, but you can actually make a Dice Tower out of Legos. Um, but it's basically it, it, a tower that you're able to toss dice into and they kind of clap, 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 clap. They fall down and that's like a way of rolling dice. It's super great for any of you who have little kids who love to like throw dice. Or, they're they're, or, they're or erratic five, dice rollers. Or if your five-year-old sees you jingling dice in your hands, and the, but they don't really get it and it comes out chaotic. <laughs> right. Or or you have those friends that like, that, that really chug a chug a chug they like yeah. really roll they're like, they're like they're like a good baseball player standing on the on the plate they have yeah. this weird 20 second routine right so dice, dice towers yeah. are kind of nice so that anyway that is what a traditional dice tower is but dice tower as we're talking about it is in reference to a a game review site and they have youtube videos and things um where they review games and and so they have this really cool little dice tower logo um Tom Vassell is one of the lead reviewers for there. Anytime that you ever are curious about a game, if you go to YouTube and you type in the name of the game and you type in Tom Vassell after it, V-A-S-E-L, um, there's usually a review with him and it's they're quick. They're very interesting. Um, he kind of gives you uh, just a very quick summary of how you play, of what he thinks of it. He has, I think, like four kids, so he's totally in tune with all the family and uh, more mm-hmm. kid-oriented games, which I really love. And then at the end, he tells you whether or not it's, you know, what his it doesn't get his seal of approval. Is it worth purchasing? And this is one of the games that he absolutely loved. So we picked it up for our daughter for her birthday, um, and it is a. Uh, just a unique and awesome little game. Yeah, the people who have played a little, if you remember, Fiki football, where you're, you know, the folded paper, where you're kicking it across the, you know. I mean, table. everyone was bored in, in school yeah. at one point, right? Everybody yeah. did the little paper football thing, but right? But if, if you could imagine, it's Fiki football with penguins in these little rooms, and you're kind of flicking. It's a flicking game mm-hmm. where you are flicking from uh, a penguin from one room to the next. They're kind of like weeble wobbles, right? Yeah, they're they, so they kind of orient up upwards. So the weight's on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they float around. You can flick it hard enough into the ground. You can cause it to jump across over walls. But basically, the the game is. It's a series of rooms that are built actually by the box as part of the game. Right. So the bottom of the box is one of the rooms that has a series of nested boxes in it. And they all kind of uh, f- stick together to form a big square of a bunch of different rooms. It's almost a, like a, it's like a, I think it's the, supposed to be a school, right? It's supposed and to be they're, a school, yeah. They're uh, a the ditching penguins. class yeah. to run around <laughs> and collect fish. And try, you're trying to get these penguins through different doorways to collect fish. And you're yeah. doing it and by as the box, them. And as you stitch the boxes together, there's doorways that, that you can flick. Through. That's right. So it creates this kind of room aspect. Yeah, it creates yeah. a course. I, I would and say. so one per. And what's cool is that there's this idea of like like kind of a hall monitor where you're chasing somebody. Right. So like uh you know uh, one hall monitor and then the rest are are the penguins trying to get away with it. Yeah. So you kind of have that kind of adversarial. And then the hall monitor switches between the players who mm-hmm. are playing the game. So one time you're running away from 
somebody, then they're cha- then the next time you'll be chasing them. And so there's this nice, cool, little fun, fun aspect as you're going around. It, it, there's not too much logic. There's no, there's no math. I mean, maybe um, there, a little there's bit. There's a little bit of little addition bit of at the end when you're counting up your points. And I, I think as far as logic goes, there's, there's a little bit of strategy in trying to decide like, okay, well, he's over there and how many flicks is he going to get? Like, which doorway should I choose? You know, there's not mm-hmm. a set path through these hallways. So there's a little bit of logic, but. This um, is a great game for, you know, if you want to get a kid into gaming, there's really no like cards. There's not like, it's pretty, it's pretty self-explanatory. Flick the thing towards the thing. Right. right? There it's are, there easy. are point cards, but I, I mean, we didn't even really care all that much about the points. We just enjoyed the act of playing the game. Our daughter had a great time with it. And one of the things we were talking about, you know, uh, beyond just kind of simple math and strategy and things that all games have, this one has a really cool physics component just <laughs> before they're even real understanding of physics this is kind of a a very early introduction yeah like one of the things that i always like to to think about you know especially in my my background is always anticipating what the outcome of the thing you're about to do whether it's a math problem or you know a physics problem or reading the comprehension thing understanding what the answer should look like and this was something that was always driven home by my physics teachers and my math teachers that you should know not the exact answer, but you should know basically what the answer is going to look like based on what you're asked. And that just comes with intuition and all that type of stuff. And so these type of games where you're physically moving things, you know, it's very much like sports, you know, you're playing baseball or basketball, understanding that I have this thing in my hand or I'm about to flick this thing and understanding the dimensionality of of the world and, and how much to apply to get the outcome that I want, I think is a very very STEMI in, in its nature. And I think it's a very important concept to learn. And that's one of the reasons why I push sports so much, not just, you know, one of the big things I always wanted to push is that you play a, a team sport and then also play an individual sport. And there's different reasoning for both of them, but being able to engage with other people in a dimensional, you know, a dimensional world where like playing basketball or something where you're running and moving, you're catching, it's, it's stimulating to the brain. You have mm-hmm. to anticipate physical movement, and then if you're playing like a single sport, it's the challenge of, of, of achieving something. Like if you're playing golf or you're playing tennis, it's me versus them or me versus the game, those type of things, you know, obviously as you get older, but you know, when they're young like this, I always like to play these type of things with them. It's things I do with the, with the little one where I'm giving her things and asking her to put things into things very much Montessori-ish mm-hmm. where kids well, she, are inter- she's figuring it out. They're figuring out, they're interacting with the world and they're learning what is too much and too little and what is just right. Well, I, I love games that challenge them to figure out, right? We had yeah. the little one tonight, the 17 month old, she was in her high chair. She yeah. had her little stacking rings, the, the toy that everybody had as a yeah. kid, right? Yeah. They still make, which is because it's great. And she's, learning and she puts a ring on and it's it's too small it doesn't go all the way to the bottom and she knew that and she took it off right and we we were watching her cognitively all three of us were just sitting there staring at it it was really brilliant right and this is kind of similar so we gave this to our daughter and we played it with her a couple of times and she liked it okay she wasn't like she didn't love it and then she pulled out the box she said i want you to set this up for me mommy and so we set the whole thing up for her and literally, she played with this thing for like an hour and a half, just practicing 
like how she hit the penguin. If she hit it on this side, this is what happened. If she hit it here, this is what happened. If she hit it too high or too low. Yeah, she needed a little time just to experience it. Right. The experimentation aspect with this was so great. And she did it all on her own. And now she loves to play because she's kind of figured out some of the techniques. So I love that about it. And she will literally sit even now and just spend an hour with this, moving them all around and flicking them around and learning. I mean, to be honest, for about 20 minutes there, there was a whole issue of princes and princesses and getting the fish and stuff I'm, it was almost a toy at some at some point but it was that experience and just playing with but it she did I, I saw her trying you could see her processing like i hit yeah. it this way and this is what happened okay yeah. i hit it this way and see what that happens and you could see her working through it at, at a five-year-old's level so yeah right you know not really vocalizing <laughs> that but i watched her just trying different well, and things, she also set great. the game up like she saw where the openings were and she she mm-hmm. actually assembled it or looked at the back of it and well put right it together it's there's correctly. color matching to match yep. all of the rooms together and then how to attach them and how and then to stack them they're labeled one through five so she had to stack them in the right order yep. and things and so she did all of that herself so i think there's some really i don't know if there's something that ties like well, directly to, to a subject yeah. but there's a lot of great cognitive stuff going on with this yeah, well, it goes back to that idea that the games at this age maybe are not necessarily something that they can play with but they can be very you know experiential experiential manipulatives and yeah things that they're you know it's not just tiles and you know wooden toys from melissa and doug it's something really cool different fun mm-hmm. and that when they get comfortable with it then you can start to play with it and those are things that i like about some of the games that are maybe a little bit above her level but if you can get her to experience it and play with it and have fun with it then she'll want to come on and, and actually learn and play the game mm-hmm. you know like just today I, I she was playing with one of her friends and she pulled down i think do we want to even say it? unicorn glitter struck <laughs> unicorn glitter luck it's a fabulous yeah. hobba game by the way yeah we'll, we'll review that one maybe in a, no you... i don't think it's worth the review because it's very simple but it is great if you have a a four-year-old princess unicorn glitter luck but you cannot get better on the one she was actually counting. Sitting, five-year-old was explaining the rules to the game to her friend and it was like wow you know she's okay you roll this, this is what happens this happens and she's learning you know to explain it to somebody else and this is another one of those examples of just play with it and then now she would set it up and now she can play ice cool and she could tell you the the rules and everything so yeah just having time with games i think is really games are great here. in so many yeah. ways you know beyond just uh, what it says on the box about the the skills that it teaches and things and this is one of those that just it, it was great all the way around and we thought we thought everyone should know about it yeah, so. So, so pick up a copy of ice cool from brain games and hope you enjoy Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!